Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mack Podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess through a biblical lens. Make sure to hang out until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMackMinistries.com. Check out our books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. So shout out to those of you who are listening from all around the world. Please let us know what country, what city, what state are you listening to this podcast from? If this is your birthday month and you are a July baby, happy birthday to you. A big thank you to those of you who support this ministry with your financial donations and your financial offerings. We could not do what we do without your generosity and your consistent giving. We thank God for you and may God continue to bless you. Today's podcast is being sponsored by our Boundaries Collection. This is a collection that consists of a beautiful mug, a t-shirt, hoodie, and even a backpack that have boundary reminders when you need to be reminded to protect and respect your boundaries. All of the merch is available through Teespring by going to CassandraMacMerch.com. It is sold by Teespring by going to CassandraMacMerch.com. So today is part two on how to deal with toxic family members without allowing them to steal your peace. And uh, to do a quick recap, in part one, I talked about the first two tips. Number one, accepting who they are without condemning them for not evolving beyond their conditioning, the unhealed aspects of their lives, and trauma. Two, practicing detach compassion, detaching yourself from their emotional maturity, detaching yourself from the response that they're trying to elicit with you, elicit from you, and detaching yourself from choices that do not align with the compass of your life, with where you're trying to take your life. And our foundational scripture came from John 14, verse 27, which says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so this is a reminder for the believer specifically that our peace comes from God through Christ. It's not gonna come in the world. You know, people are going to work our nerves. People are going to say incredibly mean, spiteful, stupid things. People are going to do things that don't sit well with us. There is no way to escape that because humans are humans wherever they go. Humans are humans wherever we go. And so that we're we're going to have difficulty, challenges. We're going to have uh, trials in this world. There are going to be situations that are gonna test our patience. There are gonna be people who know just what to say and do to pull our triggers and push our buttons. And so the truest peace comes from God through Christ, the peace that surpasses all understanding. So with that in mind, let's uh, talk about tips three and four. So number three, know that the toxic things that family members may do and say, this is not a reflection of you. It is a reflection of where they are within their spiritual, their mental, their emotional development. It is not a reflection of where you are within yours. Now, this is one of the hardest things to wrap your mind around if you tend to be the type of person that takes everything personally. 
And so for you to have peace, especially when you're dealing with a toxic family member, maybe you're at a family gathering and that uh, cousin or that aunt knows just what to say, or maybe you're visiting your parents' home and your uh, adult sibling who always has to one-up you goes about trying to one-up you again and you know that this is what they do, this is how they are. It is important to not personalize it and internalize it like, what's wrong with me? Why do they always have to do that to me? And know that it's really not about you, even if you're the only one they do it to. Now, this is a hard thing. It still is not about you. A lot of times what it's about is there's something about your character. There's something about your gifts. There's something about you, whatever that something may be, that triggers an insecurity in them, that triggers a trauma in them, that triggers a unhealed area of their lives. And so if they've always been the type of person who believed that who they are is not enough, but because you were getting your healing uh, in God through Christ, and you know who you are in God, you're beginning to discover who you are in God. You're starting to learn that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, and you're really walking in that. You're beginning to believe that. You're picking up the pieces in your life, understanding that you are God's workmanship. And maybe you both came from the same type of background. Let's say you both came from a family member where parents said, or your caretakers said some harsh things to both of you, or did some things that left some trauma. But the difference is you began healing your life. And you may say, well, Cassandra, they were Christian too. Well, the thing is, just because they gave their life to Christ, right, does not mean that they are walking in the knowledge of Christ. And so they might have taken the first step. They gave their life to Christ, right? They may even know Bible scripture back and forth. But the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. That's in the Bible. And so if you are doing the work of faith, if you are meditating on scripture, if you are uh, utilizing the, the full wisdom of the scriptures and applying it to every facet of your life on a daily basis, right? None of us are perfect. We all fall short of the glory, but you are doing the best you can to do that. You are uh, growing in the fruit of the spirit. You are doing the work of faith. So you have living active faith. They have dead faith. And so you can't even compare. You are not in the same place. Even if you are the same age, even if you live in the same location, you are still not in the same place mentally and spiritually. They may even be chronologically older than you. Maybe your sibling is 45 and you're 40, but you might be more spiritually mature than they are. You may be in a place where you are further along in your healing journey than they are. And so you don't know what's going on inside somebody's heart and mind, even if they present like their world is perfect and everything is okay. And so you got to know that the things that they say and do, it's a, it's a reflection of where they are within their spiritual and psychological development. We'll take the one-upping sibling. So when a sibling always has to one-up you, what does that say? It's not saying that they're secure within themselves because when you are secure within yourself, you don't feel the need to go into competitive mode uh, every time you see somebody else being blessed. You don't feel the need to go into competitive mode every time somebody is rejoicing. In fact, you are able to rejoice when uh, the people you love re rejoice. You are able to relish in their success as well because you feel a sense of accomplishment and success within your own right and you're not in a competitive space. You're in a space of being content and grateful. And so 
It really has nothing to do with you. And this will help you to not personalize and internalize the toxic things they say and do as you begin to figure out what kind of boundaries you need to put in place to manage a relationship with that family member who says and does things that are toxic. Sometimes it is a matter of uh, going no contact, but not always. You have to figure out the nuances. Sometimes it is low contact because you're going to see each other at the family gatherings. Sometimes it is a, a matter of really figuring out uh, choosing your battles, choosing what you're going to respond to. And here's the thing, right? As you grow spiritually, and I'm really talking about growing spiritually, not just, not just knowing a scripture, but living it out in your life and applying the full wisdom of the scriptures, you are going to find that you are not as affected and impacted by the things that a, a toxic family member may say. So they may make a comment, let's say, oh, I can't believe you're still not married yet. Or I can't believe that, you know, you don't have any kids yet. Or you're still at that boring job. Or, oh my goodness, you're as big as a house. Oh my goodness. And you can fill in the thing that they're saying that is not nice and that is meant to trigger a reaction in you. You know your family member. Those are some examples of things that a person might say to try to get a rise at you, to try to beat you down psychologically. But when you know who you are, right? It is not going to have the same effect when you fully know who you are. It is almost like looking at a five-year-old who is having a temper tantrum and realizing they are five and I'm the adult, so I'm not going to lie on the floor and start kicking and screaming right alongside with them because I have more tools. I have emotional maturity. I'm not in the same place as a five-year-old who doesn't have the skill set, the language, and the way that they need to express themselves who doesn't have the self-discipline and the control uh, to be able to behave in a more mature manner because that's where they are developmentally. And unfortunately, you have a lot of five-year-olds emotionally and spiritually walking around in 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old bodies. And so when you are able to come to terms with that, it helps you to realize this is not even, this is not even about me. And so even when they one-up you, you're not gonna feel the necessity to get into a one-upping ping-pong match. Well, you moved to Peach Street? Well, I, I live on, I live on, I don't know, make it up. <laughs> I live on Millionaire's Row. And it's like, who cares? And so when you were in a place where you were good with you and they're like, well, we just bought a house on the south of France. You're able to say, well, you know what? That's a blessing. Look at, ain't God good? That's the, they're going to get mad because they, they expected you to be jealous. Ain't God good? God has blessed you. Well, continue being a blessing with all the ways that God is blessing you. Pay it forward for, to somebody else since you've been so blessed. And you're not going to feel the need to do this ping pong because you're just in a good space. And a lot of times when you're in that space, it really pisses off the demons in them because they see your peace and they want to disturb it. Number four. And this is the most important. They're all important, but this is really important. Prioritize your peace, but don't just prioritize your peace. Prioritize your peace unapologetically. So what do you have to do to prioritize your peace unapologetically when you are dealing with toxic people? What is your strategy? See, Romans 12, 18, Romans 12, 18 in the Bible says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, 
be at peace with everyone. So first thing you got to determine is if it's even possible. So you know your family. So when I get around this family member, is it possible to have a peaceful conversation? There are some family members where you got to say to yourself, I know we can't talk about politics because it's going to get ugly. I know we can't talk about this topic because it's going to get ugly. So even if they bring it up, I'm going to refuse to converse about it. And they have no way of making me talk. They cannot go pull out my tongue and make me talk. And so because I am clear that I'm not going to have a conversation about it, they could talk all day, every day about their favorite political candidate. And uh, I'm just not going to respond no matter what they say. So they're going to realize they're talking to a wall. They're talking to a wall. So what are the conversations that you are going to say, you know, this is off limits. And you don't have to say this conversation is off limits. You know your family, so you're going to have to figure out the details. A general video is always going to talk to the general public in a general, general terms. But for specific nuances, you've got to figure those things out. You can always sign up for a coaching session if you want to have a private one-to-one to to figure out specific nuances for your specific situation. But generally speaking, privatize your peace. And so what needs to happen? Do you need to have a time limit if you are visiting family and that toxic family member is also going to be present? So maybe you were going to a summer picnic, a summer barbecue. Uh, uh, Maybe you are going to a family gathering for the holidays and uh, you know that that sibling is going to be there who you have a hard time getting along with or that cousin or that uncle is going to be there, right? You got to decide what am I going to do? Am I going to opt out and not go? And that is my choice. That choice is available to me. No matter how much pressure family member may put and say, I have to be there, I need to be there. If you were grown, if you were grown and on your own, they can request all day, every day. They could put the pressure on you like a firing squad. But you are clear that you were grown on your own. And because you were grown and on your own, you have the right to say no. And you don't have to have 99 explanations about your no. Sometimes, now this is going to sound rough, so brace yourself. Sometimes you're going to have to build yourself up by getting in the headspace. They got to handle it. They got to handle it. They got to handle it means if they don't like it, so what? I'm very, they got to handle it. That's my personality. You don't like me, so I don't care. You don't like the fact that I'm not coming to so-and-so, you're going to have to figure it out or or handle it. Because talking about me behind my back is not going to change my mind. Name-calling is certainly not going to change my mind because I don't care what you call me. I know who I am and I know who I answer to. You can call my phone all day, every day. You're going to speak to the voicemail. If you're not going to do it, you didn't tell me you were coming and I told you I'm not coming and you're trying to cross my boundaries, you're going to be talking to the other side of the door. If you say that I'm rude, I don't care because I already told you what my boundary was. And you're not going to gaslight me. You're not going to gaslight me. You're not going to manipulate me. So try to get to a space where they have to handle your no. Simple. No matter how many different ways they come at you, whether they try to guilt trip you, they got to handle it. Boundaries are not boundaries if they're negotiated. They're not boundaries. They're wish. I wish you would stop calling me so much. I wish you would respect the fact that I said I'm I'm not going. That's not a boundary if you got to keep going back and forth. Now, you may get pushback. You can't control what another person does. 
But when your stance is clear with a boundary, you are immovable. You can call me 99 times, you're going to get 99, you're going to get the, the same answer 99 times, or you're going to speak to the voicemail. You could say, oh, I think you're selfish, I think you're mean, I think you're cruel. Oh, well, the answer is, oh, well, you get nothing because I said what I said. And so being a Christian doesn't mean being a doormat. In fact, the Bible is so clear that the Bible has this to say about your yes and your no. It says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's what it says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 37. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. And the reason being is when we waver, it sets us up to get into the space of either lying or people-pleasing. People-pleasing is not from God. So if it doesn't come from God, what are we being influenced by, right? Because the Bible is clear that we are to please God. We're not supposed to live to please man. So you're not put on earth to please people and to cater to their whims. You are put on earth for God's purposes and God's will for your life. Do not allow people to guilt you, manipulate you, and gaslight you into backtracking on your no. You said what you said. And you are allowed to be protective about your peace. You are supposed to guard your heart. Your peace is a part of your heartfelt feelings. You need your peace of mind to think clearly. So be unapologetic about protecting your peace. That is not the same as being rude and nasty. You don't got to yell. You don't have to scream, but you can be very firm and you can be polite about it. No, I'm, I'm not going to make the uh, gathering this year. You know, I have other plans. Oh, well, why not? You just said, why not? You said you have other plans, but let's say that they decide to push a little more. You can decide if you want to explain a little more or if you're going to nip it at that, that is a personal choice. Right. So you may decide, well, you know, this year I'm going to be doing A, B and C. So once you've explained a little bit more and you still get more pushback. Oh, well, that's a dumb idea. I can't believe that you're you're putting uh, hanging out with uh, your me time, that you're putting that above being around family. Don't you know that family is first? Now, once they get into that space, that is pushback around your boundaries. They may believe family is first. But if your personal experiences, there's a family member who is toxic, who is not just going to be there, but they constantly do things to pick at you and you just don't want to put yourself in a space to have to deal with that because you're working on your mental health. That is your right. You grown and you don't have to be nasty. You don't have to badmouth anyone. You have a right to make alternative plans if you don't want to be around people who disturb you, who try to disturb your peace and steal your joy and do things to try to belittle you or humiliate you or make fun of you, you don't have to subject yourself to that. You're not put on earth for that. You can go somewhere and be of service. Pray about it. And so that's the most important thing. I know I said prioritize your peace, but these really go hand in hand. And so this is number five. I know they, I said they were four, but five is pray about it. Say, God, I was invited to A, B, and C, D, but you know how my brother is, or you know how my uncle or my aunt is, or you know what my uncle did to me when I was a small child. And God, I, I just, I just can't, I just don't have it in me to go. I mean, you're going to use whatever language, however you talk to God. This is just an example. 
and know that God is gonna God is gonna talk back to you. A scripture may come to mind. An idea may come to mind. You, you may hear the words in your mind. You know, it's okay to take care of yourself. It's going to sound different. I don't know what God's going to say to you because it's your conversation with God. But I'm just giving you some examples that you can go to God with prayer. You know, ask in Jesus' name. God, you know, I'm really struggling in this area. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's my brother, my sister. But I'm not comfortable being around so-and-so right now. I'm not saying that I'm uh, never going to be comfortable. But right now, I'm not comfortable. You have to fill in the blanks because I don't know the specifics. Uh, Lord, I'm trying to forgive, but I'm in a space where, Lord, I, I, I'm really struggling with a lot of feelings right now. And as you're talking to God, the words are going to come out that you need to say to God from your heart. Just speak from your heart. And God is going to answer your prayer. He's going to answer your prayer. He hears your prayers. He hears your prayers. And sometimes it'll just be quietness. And maybe the quietness means don't do anything sudden. Just wait on the Lord and you'll know what to do when the day comes. So you will figure out those details. But know that uh, I want to leave you with this if you have any doubt about your boundaries. And that is Corinthians 14.33. Corinthians 14 verse 33. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And so if you are around an individual who constantly tries to create discord, chaos, and confusion in your life by putting you down, gaslighting you, manipulating you, humiliating you, talking down to you. God is not the author of that type of behavior. God is the God of peace. And if you have no peace when you're around a specific family member, then begin to really ask yourself, you know, do I need to be around that? Or do I need to come out from among them? And it doesn't always mean all nothing. It doesn't mean you have to cut off people for the rest of their life. Sometimes we become so extreme. It just means that as the invitations come to you, as people invite you, oh, we're having so-and-so at Auntie So's house. We're doing so-and-so next month. As those uh, topics come up, just be prayerful about it. Go to God, talk to God about how you're feeling, and know that the answers will come to you. There will be times where you will be built up enough where you will be able to go because there are other people that you may want to see at the family gathering. And you may want to say, well, I'm not going to let this one person who constantly behaves like a, just a mean person, you know, why am I going to let them ruin it, you know, and not allow my children to get to know their other cousins because of this one individual. There are other people I want to see and you'll begin to pray and then you'll begin to have wisdom of how to negotiate those situations, not your boundaries, but those situations. So I hope you found this helpful. If you would like to dive deeper into just building yourself up, I would encourage you to get two books. One is Speaking Life Into Your I Am. That is a book of Bible-based affirmations that really breaks down who you are in God and it shows you how to walk and affirm who you are in God. That's Speaking Life Into Your I Am and it's available at Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. The other one is Unleash Your Unstoppable. That's the other book. And that is a book of prayer strategies and scriptures to help you transform your life for victorious living. So if you've declared this is your winning season, you may want to pick up Unleash Your Unstoppable. Again, both books are available at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and some of my books are available at Walmart. So a lot of you reach out who are entrepreneurs yourselves. You have a ministry of your own 
you have a YouTube channel that you just started about advertising on this podcast. So you can now advertise on the Cassandra Mac podcast through a host red ad. That's where I read uh, the ad that uh, you put together about your business or your product or uh, your ministry or your upcoming event. So if you're interested in that uh, so that you can leverage uh, your business, you can leverage your your uh, your product and really grow and spread the word quicker, utilizing the Cassandra Mac brand. You can go to the Strategies for Empowered Living website, strategiesforempoweredliving.com, strategiesforempoweredliving.com, and click on the link that says advertise on the Cassandra Mac podcast. So, are you a member of the YouTube? community are you a member of the youtube community yet if not what are you waiting for we have so many exciting things when you are a member of my youtube channel you're able to get the recordings of church by phone right so a lot of you come to church by phone live which is always free always available to the public but sometimes you want to have those recordings so that you can really build yourself up in the word over and over again so there's a level of membership where you have access to that there's a level of membership where you have access to my private vintage videos. These are videos I made back in the day, years ago, that are not available to the public. They're part of the Vintage Vault, and there's some really uh, great teachings on many different life issues that we deal with. So if you want access to that, that comes with being a member of different levels, depending on the level of membership. There's a level of membership where you can be part of, we're going to start doing a monthly wellness call a monthly wellness and self-care live call. So you'll be able to talk to me live on the telephone. And that's going to be the first Wednesday of every month beginning July, 2023. Uh, and uh, we're going to be focusing on wellness and self-care topics from depression, anxiety, looking at it through a biblical lens, utilizing biblical self-care uh, tips And so if you would uh, like access to be able to be part of that call, that comes with being a member of the YouTube channel. There are different levels of members membership. So when you click on the join button, read through so that you know what comes with each level of membership. So you can just go to YouTube, type in Cassandra Matt, click on any video, click on the join button, and you'll see what comes with being a member. For more inspirational tips, tools, teachings, you can always join us every Sunday church by phone, which is always free, available to the public. Again, you can become a member of the YouTube channel. You can join our ministry group on Facebook. All the links are in the description. And if our ministry has been a blessing to you, please consider giving a financial offering. Every bit helps. And uh, please share this podcast, share these videos across your social media pages. So let us close out with a prayer. Dear Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for giving us a powerful way to be at peace no matter who we're around, even when people try to disturb our peace and mess with our peace. Thank you for reminding us that we can prioritize our peace. Your word tells us in Romans 12 and 18, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Thank you for this reminder that our peace uh, really depends on us, that we are in control of our peace, even when people try to disturb our peace. Thank you for leading us with your peace, because your word says in John 14, verse 27, peace, I live with you. My peace, I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And so thank you for the powerful reminder that we can always access the peace of God through you that you leave with us that doesn't come from the world, but that we can tap into it on the inside. We thank you, Father God, and we seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Say amen wherever you are. God bless you. Have a wonderful, awesome, blessed day. And remember to try to be a blessing wherever you go.